0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and N.A. member FDIC. So, Lyft, Ford, and Argo AI, which is an autonomous driving startup, have teamed up to start offering rides in their self-driving cars in Miami, Florida. So, okay, there you go. Hop in, go for a ride, will you? Yeah, there's no driver. Well, you know what? There is going to be a driver. At least for now, the vehicles will be outfitted with uh, the uh, self-driving technology, but you're going to have someone at the steering wheel for safety, are you? Okay. The three companies hope to have self-driving cars operating in Austin and Miami in the next year. And they aim to have a few dozen cars operating in both those cities and up to a 1,000 on the road across multiple cities within five years. That seems like a small goal. a uh, 1,000 cars over in what cities? You look at Miami, uh, Austin, Dallas, New York, Chicago, right? You'd think you'd want more than that. Uh, as well, but right now Argo has been testing about 150 vehicles in six American cities already, and in Germany. What are the six cities that they've been? Oh, okay, so they're in Pittsburgh, Miami, Austin, Washington D.C., Detroit, and Palo Alto, and plus they're in Germany. So they've been testing in Austin already. So maybe people are starting to get used to them. Uh, testing on the roads uh, being used down there i'll have to ask my son if he's ever taken one of the argo driverless cars but they are coming and they are coming very very soon so you taxi cab drivers and you lift drivers complaining about the deals you're getting <laughs> i would uh, i'd be happy with whatever deals i'm gonna get because pretty soon you are gonna be ancient history really i mean sadly We all are. Welcome, (laughs) ha ha, yeah, baby. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, if you're suffering from way too many subscription syndrome, yeah, I know, it's a syndrome, all right. There's a way out. And you don't even have to talk to anyone. Let Truebill do the work and set you free. You know why free trials renew without your consent? um so that the businesses can scam the money out of you uh don't let greedy corporations pocket your money download truebill to take control of your subscriptions truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying subscriptions you don't need want or simply forgot about on average People save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions uh, hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there. So when you need to cancel unwanted subscriptions, you don't have to. Uh, Truebill has over 2 million users that's saved Over a hundred million dollars. I just signed up for Truebill and I'm starting to link all my subscriptions. And I'm looking forward to being one of the millions of users that Truebill has helped save over a hundred million dollars. So don't fall for the subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash chewing Go there right now. Truebill.com/chewing. It could save you hundreds a year. Truebill.com/chewing. I am so looking forward to it. I signed up and I started logging in subscription. Then I remembered, oh, I got to go back and find out exactly what subscriptions I have and link up the accounts. So I am looking forward to saving hundreds of dollars a year. I'll let you know. No problem. Go to Truebill.com chewing. Truebill.com chewing. So the other day, we talked about uh, the monkeypox guy uh, here in uh, Texas, as a matter of fact, in the DFW area. And I was wondering, wow, I wonder, I was wondering, I went, I said to myself, said I, I wonder, what about all the people that were on the planes with him? And are we doing contact tracing with those people? Because we haven't had any news of any outbreaks from his connection. And they were trying to say that, oh, everyone was wearing a mask. It should be fine. Well, now it comes out that they've been monitoring. And I say they, the CDC has been monitoring more than 200 people in 27 states for possible exposure to uh, the monkeypox. Now, they were in contact with the Texan who contracted the disease when he was in Nigeria earlier this month. Now it takes, I think, seven to 14 days in to incubate. So we're probably pretty good. Uh, We're probably pretty good. Actually, I said 14. It takes 17 days, but we're probably pretty good because we're looking at, uh, you know, he was uh, traveling on the 8th and 9th of this month and uh today if you're listening live is the 22nd of july 2021 so what does that mean uh if he was if you ran into him on the 9th you have 13 oh, you still have four more days Ooh, oh boy i don't like that you either have three or four more days if you came in contact with our man that was in nigeria and went into atlanta and then came home to dallas oh yeah no and you can be transmitted through respiratory droplets and body fluids so good luck god bless good luck god bless I mean, i'm happy they're monitoring them these people and i'm happening we're doing the whole contact tracing thing it doesn't say that these people are you know quarantined for the 17 day period but i'm hoping that the cdc said you know Hello, Mr. Johnson. Yeah, you know, you ought to maybe not go out and see people. Uh, We got this guy. You know that guy (laughs) that was sitting behind you on the airplane? Yeah, he came down with monkeypox. So, you know how it is. Wait, what? Yeah, so just, we'll talk to you later. But we're going to check back in with you uh, every couple of days now for the next, you know, 17 days. Okay? (laughs) Okay, then. You have a good day. Thank you. So we'll see if we actually get news that someone else has come down with monkeypox. All right, under the heading of believe it or not, because I don't know that I actually believe it, but what a great story, even if it's a lie. And, you know, it could be, but a Russian couple claims they spent 10 days hiding in trees without food to escape a bear that was stalking them okay all right and you think wow i mean what they do just run up a tree and the bear just kind of hung out at the bottom of the tree for eight or nine days and finally gave up what happened was it more than one bear well so anton and nina said their vehicle got stuck in a deep puddle in a remote part of this region in russia kamachakata no Kamchatka. kamchatka kamchatka yeah that's what i said kamchatka yeah that's what i said that was the region that they were in it's 11 miles from a hot spring that uh, they were visiting nice so wonderful and coupley so that's when they decided to walk the 11 miles to get a phone signal to call for help. And during their walk, they realized, oh, hey, uh, we're being followed by a bear. And the bear was walking behind them. We didn't notice him straight away. He was absolutely silent. My husband was the first to see the predator. At first, we scared the bear. He moved back, but then he ran after us. At that point, the couple claimed they raced down a hill and climbed a tree near a river. Now, Anton barely escaped the predator. According to Nina, the bear nearly killed her husband. They threw a water bottle at the animal to distract him, and then he climbed the tree. So thankfully, man, you know, that water bottle works <laughs> against Russian bears. Okay. All right. So I, now, according to the couple, hours later, the couple said the bear lunged up the tree at them um uh and then they beat it back down by throwing a bag with all their food at it um uh, i don't know if you know this but bears can climb trees unless this was just a lazy bear and was like if this was a jeffy bear ah i don't feel like climbing that tree i'm gonna chase him and run him up the tree a little bit but i do not feel like climbing that tree so after that uh the bear you know guarded them at the base of the tree for two days and then he went away he got tired so "Ah, i'm going i'm gonna get out of here so they claim that once the bear moved away the couple dashed down and dashed down the tree and got into the river where the husband almost drowned the wife pulled him out the bear then showed up again At least they think it was the same bear and started following them when the got carried away in the current, a little bit of the river. And then the couple reached the other bank of the river and they were forced to climb another tree to stay in that tree for another two days. (laughs) Oh, okay. No problem. See what I'm saying? I believe this a hundred percent. So at this point, The couple told, uh, the paper that's taking down their notes that they backtracked to their stranded car by climbing through the trees. That trip took six days. (laughs) There's no way that that happened. As soon as they reached the car, they heard noises of approaching vehicles. I started crying from happiness, said Nina. When I saw those cars, I just couldn't take it. it was, I was overwhelmed. Now, there's been bear attacks in the region in the past year, three or four. But isn't it a coincidence that cars showed up at the end of this 10-day window of anton and nina out running for the bears and i got news for you they climbed through trees i know they were you know hikers and in shape but they were all lovey-dovey and running from the bears and then they jumped in the river and they got the bear was chasing them down the river and then they got into another tree and then they climbed through trees to get to where their car was And there's no mention of their story in this story. What exactly happened to the bear while they were climbing through the trees? Because I got to believe at some point the bear was like, oh, they're on the move. Um, You know, they decide to, let's say, um, wait until one of them falls out of the tree. I mean, a bear's not dumb. Maybe this one is. I don't know. But you tell me. You tell me if, that, if you believe that story, because I want to raise my hand and say, I don't. <laughs> oh, man. 10 days? No, thank you. No, 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 no. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey if you qualify they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home to get started visit plushcarecom loss. that's plushcare.com/weightloss plushcare.com/weightloss loss. alright right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink desperately Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I told you this already, but that is good. All right. So we've talked about the uh, one email that I get with, uh, you know, material, and they send uh, headlines and stories of things that are going around uh, on the world. And this one is called uh, The Morning Brew. And they have a bit that they post. I don't know. I think it's once a week or whatever. It's called Three Headlines and a Lie. I would have titled it something else, but they call it Three Headlines and a Lie. I was thinking, oh, those are are actually interesting headlines and stories in their post today. So I'll give you the four headlines and you can choose which one is the lie. The incorrect headline. All right. Headline one, Tokyo Olympics, plague of oysters threatens key venue. Two, Australian prime minister says he didn't... You pooped your pants? I I pooped my pants. He didn't poop his pants at mcdonald's in 1997 headline number three hbo paid james gandolfini three million dollars not to star in the office headline number four bon jovi agrees to write the tiger king movie soundtrack all right there you go now there you have the four headlines and of course they titled it three headlines and a lie so which one is a lie Da, 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 da. choose and you can win a brand new well you could you know just go subscribe to my youtube channel chewing the fat with jeff fisher yeah follow me on instagram or facebook jeff fisher radio or go ahead and follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr and if you're listening to this right now and you're not a subscriber to this show what are you doing with your life choose the platform you're listening on or go ahead and choose another platform but subscribe to this show yeah I know I know yeah I'm looking at you uh and Mr. Sneaky Pants listening to your friend's subscription to Chewing the Fat when you could just have one yourself and it doesn't cost anything uh, you're welcome by the way so go ahead and make that happen all right which one's the lie which headline is it the plague of oysters is it the I didn't put my pants is it the give James Gandolfini, uh you know Tony Soprano uh three million dollars uh, not to be in a show or Bon Jovi agreeing to write the soundtrack for the movie Tiger King. Huh? Just wondering. Okay, I'll tell you. It is Bon Jovi agreeing to write the Tiger King movie soundtrack. <laughs> there's no there's no Tiger King movie yet, but it wouldn't surprise me. But the uh, Tokyo Olympics um, plagued by uh, these oysters, it's uh, really incredible what has uh, happened to this <laughs> this plague of oysters it's where they've been doing their boating you know the sea forest waterway in tokyo bay and it's hosted to the canoeing and all the other rowing events that uh, are scheduled for the event and uh, no one really counted on i don't know uh, the oysters massive numbers of them had attached themselves to uh, the floats intended to stop the waves bouncing back across the water and onto the athletes wait the oysters were discovered when puzzled officials began investigating why the floats had started sinking solving the problem has been a huge and time-consuming task yeah no kidding so they've got to find a way to get rid of all these oysters and they can't have the olympic uh athletes eating the oysters because you know what they say about oysters i know oysters make you want to take care of a little business and they don't want that happening this year at the olympics they want are frowning upon taking care of olympic business so they're in trouble they're in trouble at the olympics speaking of the olympics too now i know i predicted that they were going to be canceled and i still think they might i mean we have the news now Tokyo has hit another six-month high in new COVID-19 cases one day before the Olympics begin, which they're supposed to begin tomorrow. Now, some of the games have you know already started. But uh, the worries are growing, and, and so are the infections. So they had uh, almost 2,000 new cases, and that's the highest since January 15th. We talked yesterday about the composer getting the boot or I'm sorry resigning over uh his past bad deeds now the director of the opening ceremonies has uh he's actually the director of the games I mean he was supposed to be uh directing the opening ceremony and been around he had to get be fired because of a holocaust joke that he made in a comedy show in 1998 wow that's incredible so i guess he's accused and i guess he probably did since he's gone um of used a uh, using a joke about the holocaust in his comedy act including the phrase let's play holocaust (laughs) now oh my gosh we are we're going back to 1998 and the composer well, what he did was hideous. Uh, this was a long time ago as well. I don't have the story in front of me, but, you know, just, they just—they might as well just cancel. They've already been postponed once. I mean, I know we've seen studies where they talk about, uh, there was one poll I saw that talked about uh, 6,000 people, you know, an email poll. But it was 6,000 people, 42%. Said they're less likely to watch the Tokyo Olympics than previous Olympics. Um, they asked if the Olympics should be canceled this year due to COVID 19. 50% of the 6,000 people in this email poll said that uh, it should be a super spreader and yes, it should be canceled. And I know there was protests going on already. Now they've claimed they're going to continue to do it, but nobody's there. They're not letting any fans in, they're not, you know, they're not got any spectators. It's just amazing. I'm really surprised that it's going to go on. So I'm still, as of today, the twenty second of July, twenty twenty one, the day be the the day before the official start of the Olympics. I'm still sticking to my to my prediction that they cancel, they pull the plug. So if they go about it, then you know, okay, good deal, good luck, God bless. But I don't see it. Now the next. <laughs> <laughs> all that for uh the headlines of the three headlines and a lie so the next particular headline was the australian prime minister said he didn't crap his pants at a mcdonald's in 1997 now what's really funny about that you think why would he even worry about that it's back in 1997 well he was on a radio show the kj show in australia and uh, he was being interviewed, uh, Scott Morrison, the Prime Minister, and he's the one that brought it up on the show. Jay, hey, can I clear up one thing? W- not the With Mac you guys, the, the, from the from ages ago. The Mac yeah. Right, yeah? It is the biggest urban myth ever. Ah, Far true. The your pants at the Engadine McDonald's. It's complete and utter rubbish. I found the thing. I found the whole thing incredibly amusing, <laughs> and we've always joked about it uh, amongst our team here. Have um, yeah, even passed it on occasion. Oh, so, no. so you, you want to pop in for a big mac? Um, <laughs> oh my god, they die! But uh, it is absolute and total rubbish really. uh-huh. How uh disappointing i feel like you wanted to come on to clear that up some of the funniest yarns are the, are the ones that aren't true uh-huh. I uh-huh. so i just wanted to bring that up that does uh it's not true okay that makes me believe that it is true but they you know it's just me all right i mean prime minister i'm all about uh you know i know you're in trouble with the uh, you know some of your people and your lockdowns and how you've handled the uh, the pandemic, but you're on a radio show and you had to bring up that. That means he's been pissed, man. He's been pissed that people still talk about him pooping his pants at McDonald's in 1997, <laughs> and he's still mad about it. That's hilarious, and he wants to bring it up on a radio interview. I just want to bring it up. <laughs> okay, all right uh and the james gandolfini uh three million dollars to not star in the office uh absolutely true uh they you know was part of the uh apparently uh on the uh, talking sopranos podcast which you know how come i'm not on that podcast give me a call let me know uh it was explained that gandolfini was supposed to star as the new boss on The Office, and uh, I think uh, before James Spader and after Steve Carroll, they offered him they say here $4 million, and HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. They offered him $4 million for the gig, and HBO paid him $3 million not to do it. So they wanted to keep the legacy of The Sopranos pure. Wow. Yeah, we want you to be Tony Soprano. I mean, he could have been Tony Soprano. Well, I mean, he actually was. Tony Soprano for the entirety of his life after that, but that's just sad. I'll let that one go so way back on june 7th of this year the fda approved a breakthrough medication for alzheimer's disease and at the time i mean it kind of marked a new era in treating the leading cause of dementia and the sixth leading cause of death in the u.s but the approval of the drug called adol aduhelm uh met with a bunch of criticism and uh but just you know there was all kinds of scandal that undermined the integrity of the agency's approval process for new treatments and then backlash continued and then influential hospitals, the Cleveland Clinic, NYC's Mount Sinai Health Systems, and Providence and Washington State said they wouldn't admit or administer the drug, citing concerns over its effectiveness and its safety. So instead, the agency fast-tracked it, uh, arguing that the benefits of treating a devastating disease like Alzheimer's outweigh the risks. An Alzheimer drug uh, hasn't been approved by the FDA in 18 18- Years, some experts who helped the FDA evaluate uh, a uh, protested the decision Harvard Medical School professors uh, a third member of the eleven Person advisory panel to resign in the wake of the fda 's approval said it was probably the worst drug approval decision in recent u s history. so if you have someone struggling with Alzheimer's and they you know want to use this drug um, i don 't know what to tell you. The effectiveness was one of the big concerns, along with the side effects, which include um, brain swelling, brain bleeding. I just did, though. Eh, that's it. Don't worry about it. And it's going to cost $56,000. That seems like a lot of money. Plus, you're going to have to pay for tests, you know, looking for the side effects. <laughs> Oh, okay. Th- thank you. No problem. Now, I'm not sure. I guess the 56 grand is for a year, um, uh, so it's only it's only 56 thousand a year, right? Right. It's only it's 56 thousand a year. I mean, that could be actually more than that. So I guess uh, coming up, the FDA chief has ordered a federal investigation to explore. The relationship between the scientists and the drug and drug maker, Biogen, good luck. Uh, You know, we'll see how that goes. Um, They're already administering it, and they're expecting a high demand. Yeah, because if you've got Alzheimer's, you're willing to give it a shot. Because if you don't get the side effects and it works, that's good news. Uh, I know. I know. I get it. It's just like uh, another shot that they want everyone to get. Are the possible side effects worth the possible goodness of the outcome? I mean, uh, I talked about it this morning uh, during Pat Unleashed. I've been filling in for Pat all week, uh, who's on vacation. So I'm doing Pat Unleashed, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, my show here, too, as well, Chewing the Fat. And uh, I talked about – I listened to an interview – of a guy that got really sick with COVID 19 and he was a, you know he was a big anti-vaxxer and he, you know he didn't want to get it he didn't want the government telling him what to do he thought the uh, COVID 19 was overblown and uh, then he got sick and he it's been the interview happened when he was at the four-week mark and he was just coming around and he said uh he'd never been sick like that before and that there were a couple of days i think there was like one full day and a partial of another day where he actually thought he was going to die that's how sick he was and he said he went to the doc at the urgent care and they said yep you've got covid and uh go home and take a bunch of tylenol and a lot of fluids and sleep and do the best you can so that's it i mean is uh, what about hydroxychloroquine or something right I mean that I'd be a little I was a little upset about that. I don't understand why they didn't give him that drug. But anyway, so he did and, and now he's he's mad that uh, you know he believes that if he would have got the vaccine, he wouldn't have contracted covid, which you know is a questionable thought process because we're seeing reports of breakthrough cases more and more and we're also now he believes that and and i i tend to believe that if he had been vaccinated and got covid he wouldn't have been as sick as he was and i don't want none of that i mean he if if there was a sign along the side of the road i was driving home listening to this interview if there was a sign along the side of the road that said uh, you know vaccine here i probably would have pulled in <laughs> that's a fact Oh, uh, Jeff, you can get them anywhere. You could have pulled in. I know, but it wasn't there wasn't a yard sale sign. So, yard sale, vaccine, there wasn't a sign there, so I just went home. But I'm pretty close. I mean, I'm in the I'm still in the hesitant pile, but I'm pretty close and I, you know, you've got to outweigh that. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to get COVID. <laughs> I don't. Man, I just okay. I know. Don't look at me like that. I know. Oh, did you know that uh, now a group of state attorneys, uh, I'm sorry, a group of state attorneys general has released a tentative $26 billion settlement that would be the largest penalty for the four big players in the opioid epidemic. Now, in this story, it talks about that's killed hundreds of thousands of Americans. So the plan... Would require drug distributors, uh, McCussin, Cardinal Health, the Amerisaurus Bergen, to pay $21 billion over 18 years. And these companies, of course, are accused of lax oversight that bolstered the black market supply of painkillers. Johnson & Johnson a drug manufacturer accused of downplaying the addictiveness of opioids in its marketing would shell out five billion over nine years. Those bastards for downplaying the addictiveness! I really—it's just incredible. I mean, we know that there's a crisis. We know that drug overdose deaths rose by thirty percent last year to a record of ninety-three thousand three hundred thirty-one. That's the story. Uh, but we don't. But most of that was not from these opioid makers and now they're making it more we've talked about it before but they're making it more difficult for the people who need the painkillers in their life to be able to get them because of this Uh, the one company made the deal that they're, they're gonna stop making they're gonna stop making the drug in the u.s oh okay Uh, sure. No problem. Anyway, I know we've covered it, but it just drives me crazy. And then I see the headline prescription drug sticker prices may rise in 2021 after years of decline. You think I wonder why I wonder why prescription drug prices would go up. I'm sure there's a detailed explanation. That would explain why those prices would go up, reversing the trend of the past five years. But I could probably guess the real reason for sure. They're talking about price increases. Well, let's see. Through July, increases already at 1,156, and there were 1,064. List prices are often cited to show drug prices are out of control. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? That is an interesting uh, little thing that prescription prices are going up. So we're suing the drug manufacturers and making them pay billions of dollars over this opioid crisis. And the other drugs that they make are going through the roof price-wise. I wonder if there's a coalition. We're suing them for billions of dollars and we're making them stop making a drug and actually, selling it here in the United States of America, and then all the other prescription drugs are going up in price. I wonder if that works out that way. and eh, no, probably. Drone wars. Drone wars are coming. In fact, that should be my latest movie. Drone wars. good band name too ladies and gentlemen drone wars so israel has used drone swarm technology they just used it in a recent well what they call a gaza war but you know the battle in gaza and they really haven't uh, talked about how the technology was used really but the concept of drone swarms are linked to the development of the ai and networked military units which is you know considered a futuristic battlefield application that uses the latest advances in technology now i don't know uh if you like me saw the documentary angel has fallen with gerard butler and uh and uh uh what's his face you know who i'm talking about morgan Freeman plays president uh the documentary uh where they used a drone technology to kill they were only trying to kill the president and they missed thanks to gerard butler thank you but they killed all the fbi and secret service guys with the drone technology that was badass and i bet you that's exactly the technology that's being used in israel and will be used by us uh in the next battles that we have but we also know that we're using drones now to seed rain clouds they're doing that in dubai at least that's what they're saying they're using the drones for and they're saying that uh you know they're creating rain with their projects now they claim that you know dubai gets about four inches of rain a year and they're using this cloud seeding method to with this drone technology they're saying the drones release an electrical charge into the clouds prompting them to coalesce and create rain um uh, okay uh i guess the technology is supposed to be favored to for other forms of cloud seeding to use electricity to generate rain rather than chemicals huh okay now they're starting to run low on water in the desert duh so they uh they're talking about oh, our fresh water tables are going down too it poses a ther- serious threat yeah no kidding you built hotels that house thousands of people on land that doesn't have any water. What are you doing? And you expect, oh, well, you know, our water tables are going down really. That's a surprise. That's what ticks me off here in America too. We're talking about water tables going down, but they're letting apartment complexes and hotels being built on property where you would be able to build. Let's say, I don't know, 10 single family homes. And even if it was 20 or 30 single family homes, but you build a building that houses, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people instead of, you know, 50 or a hundred people. Yes, your water tables are going to go down. It only makes sense. But they're talking about them investing millions of dollars in the, in this project of cloud seeding with the drones. And now we've got, you know, so drone technology and AI technology is... Everywhere so it looks like uh, China is making a master race and it's under the guise of this sperm bank challenge so a sperm bank in China is asking college students to submit their sperm to recruit new donors and see who has the best quality uh that sounds to me like we're checking to see we're gonna make the the master race so vice has reported that human sperm bank of shanghai and who doesn't love the human sperm bank of shanghai i pass by it every day on my way to work is holding a contest for the best sperm to raise awareness about sexual health and refill their supply of donor stuff So really they're getting low and they want new donors. And they also, okay, so the submissions are gonna be judged on the sperm count and the motility, both of which are important for fertility and conception. And the contest winners are gonna, you know, they're recruited and they're gonna be given money. And uh, the contest was launched a few days ago. Uh, Doesn't say how long the contest is on for. But I would say that the requirements have barred a lot of applicants from being eligible to donate. And so they're looking at only about 20% of the people in China who donated were approved to be actual donors. So they're looking for to create the master race. Right? Uh, Yes. Hello. They want they're going to check everything for the best sperm. And then those are the ones that are going to be used to donate and create more humans. And that's going to be used to make the master race. I've heard this happening before. I'm trying to remember where I've heard something like this happening, but I guess look, and they've got other sperm banks, uh, offering big deals too donors and they're gonna check it all and make sure that you're up to snuff with your stuff (laughs) i mean hey are you that's the ad actually coming out of shanghai hey are you up to snuff with your stuff you can come into the shanghai sperm bank it's actually the sperm bank of shanghai and donate your little heart away. And if we figure out that you've got the best stuff, then, huh, yeah, we're going to give you cash. And you're going to know that your stuff is up to snuff and are making kids all over the Chinese provinces. And we are going to be in love with you. Ah, uh, ah. I don't know that I like that. Maybe that's something we should be doing here in the U.S. as well. How dare you think about making a master race? I'm not thinking about making a master race. I'm just thinking about perhaps we could run some contests for people to donate. And the ones who have the best donations are the ones that we use. Right? Right. Okay, I got to thinking about the documentary (laughs) (laughs) angel has fallen and then it got me thinking about the story that i did earlier on in the show about the couple who were you know chased by the bear and up the tree uh, you know uh, the whole bear thing and it got me thinking i haven't you know what movie i love is uh with anthony hopkins and alec baldwin and l mcpherson it was from 1997 and i know it's a long time ago but uh it's called the edge and it's a bear movie it's where a bear is chasing them that's the point they crash in alaska and then there's this bear this big brown bear that chases them and like i'm alec baldwin is one of those guys that i love his work but i can't take him personally but there is a good thing that happens in this movie that makes you go yeah take that because he plays such a douche but uh and anthony hopkins uh you know i don't spoil it for you but he i don't know if he comes out on top in this documentary but um, you know he's battles with the bear and it's a it's a great movie and so if you have not seen the movie the edge it's well worth the watch and it will it reminded me of the couple in russia who were chased by the bear now i don't think that the bear in russia was bart the bear who starred or co-starred with Anthony Hopkins and L McPherson and Alec Baldwin in the movie The Edge, but Bart had a prominent role in this movie. I don't think they let him loose in Russia and let him chase hikers <laughs> in the Russian wilderness. I could be wrong though. I don't know. Maybe Bart the bear was let loose and uh you know was just roaming around the uh the Russian wilderness, although in the documentary uh, I almost did a spoiler for The Edge look the movie was made in 1997 so I'm just I'm going to give you a spoiler and if you don't want to have the spoiler to The Edge then you know thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat I'm going to end the show with the spoiler to The Edge so if you don't want to know the spoiler of The Edge just wrap it up right now okay all right. Bart the Bear doesn't make it in the movie in the documentary the edge i know i know i'm sorry i know if you stuck around and you then now you're thinking you didn't want to know the spoiler well you know i could say i'm sorry but i wouldn't mean it